All right, I'm here. I'm here. What's going on, everybody? And if things are look seem kind of crispy right now, your boy is out here with his new headphones, and I'm ready, you all. I'm ready to get started with this solo episode. You know, another twelve. Wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Who who did invaded my studio? It is I, the official return. Wait, hold. Wait, wait. What? <laughs> Yes, I'm back. You you back? Why? How? <laughs> Handling business, my friend. That's what this hiatus was all about. Mm. All right, all right. Well, guys, uh, yeah. W- without further ado, um, yeah, he he's back, y'all. Our, our illustrious co-host is back to uh, relieve me of my solo duties, and and you're welcome. By the way, I didn't get this podcast fully canceled yet. You came really close on your last solo episode when you were talking about the um the dude that paid for his you know his was it his wife's uh meal and then the rest of her friends Ooh, wanted yep. to pay. I was like, dude, do we really have to put out a PSA that we don't hate women? The answer is, of course, every time, because <laughs> you may never know what I might get into. All right. I, I already I already know this is going to be a good episode. So I'm Demetrius. And I'm Demetrius. And Meet Meets presents the Blair City Podcast. All right. Before we get into our usual shenanigans, uh, with both of us officially being back, you know, I came back for the interview. That was very straight laced episode, but we're here. We're ready to get out of pocket. Let's hit him with that legal spiegel. Yep, it's time to fit it like a glove. Uh, the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by their respective companies, and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own or reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. All right, so just off the top, we're going with, uh, these are our last two episodes of season three. So this week and then next week on Valentine's Day, we are doing a Valentine's Day mailbag. That is going to be at blurredcity22 at gmail.com or if you want to hit us up on Instagram or X. Uh, so that's just something to keep in mind. We will be coming back March 1st or first Wednesday of March to kind of recap Dune part two. But I, I'm so grateful for you. I know you were working hard to like keep this thing going. So I know you need a break as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So with that, we are going to get into a what's hot. It's going to be slightly different since we're kind of, you know, wrapping up the season. There's a lot of stuff to catch up on. Um, a lot of stuff coming down the pike. So this one is just going to mostly be like what's coming out. What have we been up to watching? Different things like that. Oh, so yeah. what you got? All right, so let's go ahead and get started with what I've been watching. Um, Percy Jackson and the Olympians on Disney Plus. You know, had, had to, had to, pure heat. Uh, and another one that I'm watching is a little anime called Solo Leveling. Uh, if you, yes, sir. Okay, <laughs> if you if you're not on if you're not on that show, then um, what is you doing? I, I'm just saying, Sun Jin Woo. Him. <laughs> <laughs> we're back we all right we back y'all we back uh oh yeah echo yeah fin- finished watching that um let's see what else was i watching yeah as far as tv shows like tv shows anime yeah there's really not too much that came out besides those you know one piece still in its one is now in its egghead arc so let's get it um but yeah, most of my time has actually been spent gaming. <laughs> nice. What you been oh, up there? 
All right, let's let's go ahead and get started, right? So, I recently finished uh, the Dead Space remake, uh, which, oh boy, uh, <laughs> that's all I need to say about that. And then I got back on Destiny 2. Really? I got back on it. You want to know why I got back on it? For our brother? Oh, no, I... I Oh no, I I went back on there because of him, like like when he passed, like RIP to to a real one. Um, but the reason I came back again, and this time I think it's seemingly for uh for a while. One, I I'm kind of a little bored on Star Wars: The Old Republic right now because my my Sith is absolutely OP. Nothing can kill him, so I'm it's basically I'm like two three tapping everybody. I'm like, okay, I need to be a little challenge in my system. And then the other side is that they recently made an announcement on February 13th. They're doing an official collab with Mass Effect. Ooh, interesting. Yes. So, so like pretty much the, like the Mass Effect uh, armor and all the catalog is available for your characters on that day. And like the ship and everything i'm like oh nah I'm, and like the weapons i'm like oh nah i need, I need to i need to hop back on there i need to grind this rust right on off because i'm about to go crazy is it in seven day already oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all i'm saying is uh man as, as long as we don't have that mass effect 3 uh choice at the end and i'm just saying oh lord but but yeah there's that and then as of yesterday i started a new game mm. and this is one that I was completely un I was not prepared for. It's Silent Hill the Short Message. Okay. And it's like it's a free game on the PS5. Ooh. Well, it well, it takes like 12 gigabytes, so I'm basically oh. down to nothing right now, but uh that that's okay because this game is this game is actually kind of kind of heat. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like it's it's in the same vein as PT. Okay. The only thing I'm hoping is that please, please make this a full game. Because if, if y'all don't, if if Konami fumbles the bag one more time on Silent Hill, I'm going. You gonna find that I will have a reason to be in Silent Hill. <laughs> so so yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, and that's pretty much all I've I've been up to, you know, as far as gaming. Oh yeah, and then of course the NFL, you know, because season you know taylor swift yeah yeah the kansas city swifties i'm looking forward to that uh oh my god you know this is one of the it's like this one kind of kind of hurts me a little right because it's like all right so i have to choose between patrick mahomes with the with the caveat of taylor swift or the 49ers (laughs) i'm in a rock and hard place here y'all that's fair. Yo, I'm Casey all day. I don't I don't care. I'll, I'll I'll rock some Swift on the side as well. I mean, I don't know why grown men are crying as much as they do. I feel like football is the only sport where people act like people don't have, you know, relationships <laughs> where it's just like, oh, this will be distract- a distraction, like the only sport where that happens. I mean, we don't. I mean, did you see the like there was this uh there was on like a radio show where this woman had was basically in an argument with her boyfriend because the boyfriend got three tickets to the Super Bowl and instead of taking her, he's taking his best friend. 
Wait, are they married or dating? I think they're dating. I don't know, but that's fine. But also, it's her birthday weekend. Oh, like her birthday's that Saturday, and that's actually Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah. Uh, but the Super Bowl in Vegas. And the best friend has been best friends with him since he he was a child. Look, he made the right decision. She'll, she'll get over it. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. But they were they were flaming this girl because, like, listen, circumstances aside, like, you, you could go with them. It's just that you'll just spend the day with them Saturday and then he'll be gone on Sunday. Like, I don't know what yes. to tell you. All right. To get back on top. <laughs> but yeah, what what you got? So actually, um, when I've since I've been gone, I actually been back into manga a bit. So I've been happy about that. I caught up all the way on Black Clover. Um, so right where the anime ended, up to essentially where it stopped. Uh, so based on where it stopped at, if they, I think it's going to be done by twenty twenty five. The um manga because like he was on Shonen Jump and he switched to I believe like Giga something, and they drop quarterly um instead of like weekly so probably by the end of this year uh black clover and but man those pages i really want the anime to come back it definitely had one of the best um rejuvenations i would say from an anime like if you start and then getting to just like the later arcs um another one like i really like a uh, romance manga mostly because like with action manga it's hard for me to picture it sometimes where it's just like you know, compared to like, say, watching a My Hero Academia or a Demon Slayer, and you're seeing that for the first time. I know, like, you read the manga for both, but seeing that for the first time, it's like so mind blowing compared to like, you know, you see the panels and how that transitions. And then, like, the music, the emotions of it all, like, it just adds to it. So, I really have been like, I like, that's why I like romance manga a lot um, with that. So, just other things that are, you know, on tap that. Sh- you should be on the lookout for people. Godzilla, Kong, A New Empire. I believe we were, we were going to have an entire monster month about that. But just uh, with how things transitioned, literally we planned it out. And then they were like, the next day, hey, we're going to move this movie up two months. And it completely <laughs> messed up our schedule. <laughs> so then also Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is something I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, so if there's nothing else, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we'll be getting to, but... 2024 is just starting so looking forward to that so we can get into our our next section oh yeah so what we're gonna go ahead and uh, talk about is actually something that's pretty interesting it's a gigantic elephant in the room if you will and and what we're gonna be talking about today is why why did you go on a break now this is unlike the situation with uh, Tom Scott and Matt Pat, where they actually fully retired from YouTube, which uh, I'm not um, not gonna talk about because uh, I'm still in mourning. But uh, but yeah, like let's let's go ahead. Just kind of like why you, why you had to like take a quick break from the pod for a little bit. What you got going on? All right, so why I took a break? We got to go back to I want us through the timeline. So I want to say like early to late August. So. Early August, I finished like my main story edits for my book and I was already planning for a December, like late December, early January kind of drop. So with that, that means I have to go through like the technical writing edits and stuff like that. So that's where I like really have to pay attention. Hey, the quotations, the commas, does this grammatically make sense? Different things like that, where it's just like, okay, 
So I was planning that out. Then also just the publishing process, which takes forever if you're doing self-publishing. So like people that self-publish know exactly what I'm talking about. So with that, that was like something that was on the radar. Then I want to say early August, um, I had already previously sent a manuscript for a different book that I completed to an agent. And this is like one of the the few times where like, Again, if you're an author, you know how hard it is querying for an agent where like they took the manuscript, were actually read it over and could get like actual feedback for it. So that one, I had like a lot of eggs in that basket. I was really hoping to like get that agent. I want to say like things really took a turn mid-September. So it was like around that time, the agent was like, they rejected it, but they gave me really good feedback. Like this is one of the few people that gave me like really good feedback. So like they also gave me books that I could read. So I bought those books around that time and I was like, okay, so I need to re-edit this one book that I can, well, manuscript that I finished. And I have to do story edits. And then I also have to do like the technical edits that relate to what I'm reading and getting help and feedback based on. Also have to do the publishing for my book. So it was just like, okay, this is going to be like a lot of time I need to balance that. Then, as I've talked about with some people, there was a professional situation that was supposed to end in the middle of September and things took a turn and people that know, know, took a turn and for it. And it essentially like it's getting pushed back to now. So we are in the latter stages of it. Um, These next two weeks are going to be challenging. And so with that, I had to like uh, I had to study for it. So it took like a it, I knew it was going to be like a lot of mental energy, essentially studying for this thing related to work. Uh, so with that, I was like, OK, that's three things I need to do. At the same time, we're doing podcasting. And if we weren't just doing one episode a week, we had just recently finished the misfortune of doing Secret Wars. Um, so we were doing two episodes a week. Yeah, Secret Invasion. Does it even matter at this point? <laughs> it doesn't. So, yeah, so we were doing two episodes a week. So our normal podcast and we were doing weekly secret invasion episodes. And then that was going to bleed into Ahsoka where we did weekly episodes of Ahsoka. So not only were, was I doing that, it was like then we were also editing two times a week, making YouTube videos and then also just like all the different audio stuff like that with the podcast. Uh, so with that, I was just like, I felt like I was drowning <laughs> in a sense um trying to balance all of these things and then with the professional situation like people that know me know that I don't really get angry like that like I'm not the type that'll be like okay I'm gonna yell at you and then curse you out and stuff like that I'm more of a I get irritated and it's like I'm just gonna step away from the situation or I'm like just gonna avoid you because I don't like feel like dealing with it at the point and then when I see you next time I'll be fine but like just like with that situation I was pissed and like my mood like was this like bad and I could tell that it was bad and it was affecting me in just like different areas and then also just like again the creative process of it so I was just like dude I can't I can't do this right now I need to I need to like rethink things um and again the podcast is something that I want to be fun and I didn't want it to just like be something that was so draining on me um so just like with that with you know the different situations with editing um, I was like, I wasn't raised to, you know, give up. But sometimes in life, you have to readjust. You have to change your game plan from scratch. You know, that that was that was the hard part, I would say. It's just like figuring out, OK, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get back? And 
things worked out again like these next two weeks are very very important one we'll get into like my book in the next section but then also just like that professional situation these two weeks are like when i ideally can get it done so yeah that was mostly why i laugh and then just like with that also this is going to be my early words of encouragement just like man taking that time away really put things into perspective um if like the last four years haven't taught people anything it's that like life is very valuable um and you don't need to spend it like just being mad all the time being upset there are a lot of people that like have just like worse situations than you if you're being honest with yourself and like the amount of negative energy we allow other things to give us you know is just like so not worth it um so it definitely put it into things into perspective with me so once like i got things aligned and then just like got right mentally I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. So here I am. Dang, that's dang, that's deep. That they got real deep real quickly, but uh, but yeah, that's like really great stuff. That's great stuff. Hey, and you know what? Hey, taking a break, like that's that's really fantastic. That's something that's very much needed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I like to say like I took breaks myself. You know, because uh, if I didn't, then um, it'd be raps for humanity. Rumbling, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it'd be the rumbling because I'll make sure everybody get humbled out here. Um, but my favorite award. <laughs> exactly. Get rumbled, stay humble. All right. But but speaking of the break, right, and why you took took it off, let's go ahead, let's transition a little bit into what we have, which is your book. Yes. So with that. Like I've mentioned, like to constant listeners. So my first book, Phantom Pains, The Most Irregular Tale, as I like to describe it, is a combination of My Hero Academia meets Logan. So you mix those two worlds essentially in a um a world where most people have superpowers, but in this world they're called irregulars. And why I also call it, you know, mixed with Logan is because in this world these irregular superpowered beings are second-class citizens essentially because one irregular quote-unquote accidentally blew up wyoming so it's completely gone and that like kick-started a conflict with that and essentially they lost it so now they're second-class citizens so with that it picks up with the main character about 25 years after this conflict ended where he is um essentially a therapist but he moonlights as a vigilante to stop human trafficking of these irregular citizens so it, it kind of just builds from there in the first book and now with my second book phantom reckoning it kind of the word reckoning i thought it really just tied in nicely to how the first one ended and just the plot so carrying over from there mm, nice nice and uh i i like to go ahead and start this first question off with uh why wyoming i i don't know it's really funny when I think of all places to get taken out. I was just thinking because it's like it's such a big state. <laughs> like to like eradicate that state. I'm so sorry to our Wyoming listeners <laughs> that we have. <laughs> but like in it, they also do cheers where it's like to Wyoming. So I think that's like so funny. So whenever if I get the chance to actually finish the series, I'm gonna write like the the author's note apologies to Wyoming. <laughs> well all i say is hey as long as long as it wasn't texas uh that that's that's all that mattered um, 
<laughs> but yeah, so like when it comes to that, right? Let's let's go ahead and and talk a little bit in depth about the book. You know, uh, it's like like what's kind of like was your like of course like everybody wants to like well a lot of people you know they like to write or they may have like ideas to put out there like what what really got you like you know what I'm gonna do it and like yeah ooh that's the tough part so. Growing up, I've always loved going to the movies. Um, that's always been something that's like big in my life. And I love trailers. You know, the trailers, like the how they cut the scenes, they play the music, it gets you hype. You want to see the movie, especially like when you're in theaters and you're feeling it. So for this particular story, I always I always would envision one of the scenes in the book towards the end. And you know what I'm talking about, where it's like I would always envision that scene. I would always envision that scene and just like the music. But like for me, I knew that I couldn't make a movie. I was like, there's, I don't have access to it. There's a lot, like people go to school for that. You got to get connections. But I was like, no one can tell me that I can't write a book. And then also there was a thinking about it. I was like, okay, I see the scene. What comes before it? And when I asked myself that question, that kind of gave me the drive to want to write. And man, when I, when I started, I, I hated it. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I, like I hated it, but like when I, cause this world building, um, you know, not being from familiar, like writing background, you know, having taken courses like that, but not like being specifically quote unquote, a writer, you know, student of writing and just like learning about the different situations. But once I get to like page 50 of the first one, for me as a writer, that's when it clicked because I started like envisioning. I started like um, falling in love with the characters for me. And then honestly, like, one of the scenes in the book, uh, my first one, it came completely from a dream. Like no, no lie. I had a dream about that scene. I wrote that scene down when I was like, like it was like in the start of the books and I wrote that scene down and it's like in the middle part. And then I like just like left it there. And then I wrote up to that scene and then I finished uh from there. So that was like really cool. That's that's when I was like, yo, I love writing so much. I love being able to tell stories. So that kind of kickstarted it for me. And then also like two things just like with it, um the main character, he's schizophrenic, but he's also a therapist. And one thing why I did that is because I think the way that uh mental health is depicted, Joker is like two things kind of influences Joker and then also um Predators, the the bad Predator movie. Is it Predators or it's the Predator? Like the suit Predator. Oh, the one yeah. with the suit of arm? Yeah, yeah. The Predator. So like in Joker, so typically with mental health, it's either depicted as like, okay, you have a mental health, so you're crazy, and that justifies you doing bad, or you have a mental health issue and that is like your superpower. Um, so like the predator, the kid was able to like understand alien, like literal alien languages and was the evolution of man in that movie. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to put it in perspective of a sense, like this is a person that is like sick and he's dealing with it. It's a part of him, but it's not who he is. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's kind of, that's very real. That's very real. Uh, is it, as a matter of fact, like that's kind of like some, I'm like, currently working on as well as part of my projects uh that that i will be letting you guys know later as soon as i uh get more details about that um we're, we're hard working men people exactly exactly but uh let's just say it's less on the uh writing side but more on the uh filming side uh ooh, ooh. Mm -hmm. 
Mm, yes, but um, but yeah, like get, getting back into it, like you, you of course like mentioned your influence of like my hero Logan and all of that. It's like, like were there like any other influences in your in your novel series that you can think of? I mean, for some of my characters, I kind of just wanted to be out there. So like Mikey is one of my favorite characters and like an extension of myself to an extent. I, I would say like he's yes, definitely. I feel like he has like Mad Hatter vibes, but like also like Harley Quinnish type, you know, energy to him um, with that. But like I didn't want to be like too. Oh, one. I guess one thing like um, since it's urban fantasy, my favorite book series is The Dresden Files by Jim Butcher. Um, mm. So so yeah that's one of my like favorite series and like um i heard that like rereading book well not rereading but reading books helps you in writing so when i wrote my first one i was like <laughs> i remember i was like in chicago i would go to the barnes and noble and depaul university so after work i would go straight there i would either like take my laptop there and then write on like the weekends or after work i would like read the book and it would just like help me so definitely that was something that was helpful for me so that was like one of the vibes um i didn't want to like copyright a lot of stuff or like like some people like they clearly pull from other ideas and it's just like so for me i didn't want to be like too much like that so mm-hmm. there's a certain series that comes to mind uh you know it as well as i do from a certain interaction we had the other day uh, yeah and then also with human trafficking, I feel like that's not something that's touched on a lot. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um, yes. And then also probably the most in- important question that I have to ask about this book of all time, which is uh, which character is me? <laughs> I-, I would say since I wrote this, the first one before I knew you, um and now i'm in the second one hmm i feel like one of the villains in the second one you would really appreciate that's that's all i say either one or two of them you'd appreciate all right as as long as these is villains that represent me on a personal level and they do not die in the end i'll I'll be extremely grateful for if if (laughs) they get clapped and they get clapped in an embarrassing way uh this friendship is over i'm not even gonna hold you this podcast is canceled immediately as soon as the book comes out i'm not even gonna lie to y'all about that um but yeah that was that was your uh, one and only warning uh go ahead and talk to your editors now and get that book uh edited if case we have problems but um but speaking of like going to the second one with uh with the title of phantom reckoning uh that very that gives me like very 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 ominous vibes you know what i'm saying so when you say like this is kind of like the the empire strikes back of the series well yeah so with that um some of my beta readers and then other people that I know, um, particularly like my oldest sister, she, she, she read it. And then after she finished it, she called me immediately because of the ending. Um, so like with this one, like with the ending, I'm not, I'm not playing. Um, so I think with this one, I want it to be different. So one of the issues with superhero stuff or just like power stuff in general is that power scaling is something that is that is hard because with how the first one ended obviously like my character talks one of my characters talks about it a lot where he's saying that i'm not really a fighter i'm just able to use my abilities in a smart way that helps me in fighting 
So I'm not like that powerful of a character. But the person that he was fighting in the first one was a fighter and was giving him the business from time to time. But with this one, I wanted it to be more of a the villain is different, you know. Um, so it's not about, oh, you can beat them in a fight. It's like a mental warfare type of thing. And it's like, oh, if you want to do this in the first one, this is what it looks like to be a hero. And so there's a reckoning coming, which was like, this one was hard to write. I'm not going to lie. It took me some time because I'm super excited about the third and the fourth one. Um, and like the framing of the second one. But when I finished it and got feedback, I think people will definitely rock with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, awesome. This is probably one that I like, especially like when we're talking about sequels, right? There's, there's always kind of like this ism like, man, is this basically going to be either like a carbon copy of the first one or is it going to be like too totally different to where like I, I'm basically out of it because it lost the luster of the first in the first place or even just like trappings of like, man, this is or like like how do you find that like sweet spot of of like creativity with when it comes to sequels or like what are some of the trappings that you kind of had to be aware of and try to navigate through again like when i talk about power scaling um with the villains being so different in this one it couldn't be hey you beat quote unquote maybe the villain in the first one hey you need to defeat the villain in the second one hey, okay, we made the villain stronger in the third one and you need to get stronger and stuff like that, where it's like tough like that. But I mean, I know how the series is going to end. I know like the final word who says it and like um, on the final book and like all of that. So I kind of like understood how my story was going. So with the evolution and trying to avoid just like being copycat, I know kind of like what we talked about with Midnight Comics, where it's like, okay, I know how the story is going to progress. So I'm not like, pulling things out of nowhere to like get it to be cool or like oh this is really cool in the first one let me do it exactly i'm more or less treating it like this is the evolution of a character this is the evolution of the story and how it like logically makes sense um with that where it is like there are a lot of the same characters from the first one in the sequel but at the same time their interactions are different based on what happens based on the consequences of the first one and then based on just how they've progressed in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That, that makes complete sense. Uh, it's, and it's also great. Like you, again, you have like that road that, uh, have that map, if you will, like knowing where to like, knowing like what the end is, where it's going to end and how, and then just working out your way backwards and trying yeah. to be like, all right, how do I get from the, from a how to get to d yeah. from a uh i definitely put like tent poles like how you say get the z from a where it's just like okay this is z okay here i don't necessarily need to know what x and y is but i definitely know what p is you know things like that yeah yeah and also like one of the big things uh as as i mentioned like big thing is knowing when to end or like where to end at and having conclusive ending because uh there are some things out there, if you will, that that seem to be going on too long with absolutely no aim or direction um, when they had a very clear ending to begin with. Um, I'm not naming names at all, but if you know, you know. Uh, but how are you feeling about that? I, how you feel about that? It's definitely I know like when I have my ending, there's potential for more, but I'm not writing more after that. Um, but 
I am debating a character situation. That's the only thing about the ending that I'm debating about. Just like one character and how I want to handle that. So definitely when it's time for the story and it's time for the story to end. Um, and you can appreciate it. Like Attack on Titan just ended. If it comes back in 10 years, it's just going to lose some of that luster. Um, even, I mean, unless they just like did a, like a remake of it, like master, like, you know, like how they do, like the Naruto that's supposed to come out, but hasn't for like the past three months or so. <laughs> but, you know, like you, you, you lose that appreciation, like the Sopranos. Um, mm-hmm. that I know that ending was kind of controversial to an extent. I mean, it wasn't Game of Thrones ending, but uh, the most they've done with that is like the Saints of Newark, which is a prequel. So, and then I mean, obviously, unfortunately, that character died and in, in real life. So, yeah, you can only do so much. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, and and then like again, just like one of the last things. What was probably like your like the your your favorite character power that you uh wrote into there? Ooh, that does, and if it gets into spoilers, you don't have to say anything. I'm trying to think. I really like in my angel's power and how it works in their dynamic with that. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite. I know teleportation. I love it just because it'd be easier <laughs> in a sense, but that's probably not my favorite. It would probably be either Emma or Angel's power, um, where they use their aura as a weapon either that or in this new one there is one character that plays a lot of mind games so i'll leave it at that which touches on the fact that the the main character is a schizophrenic person so oh oh yes. it oh it's going there yeah so it ties into the fact that again it's not about being stronger it's about you need to like adapt to the villain Okay, okay. I'm 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 getting real hyped about this sequel. Uh, any, any last words you want to uh tell tell the good peoples out there before I I actually have out. a I have a question for you that <laughs> from the first book people it's actually very controversial. Are you team Sophia or team or team V? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Cause I love them both, all right. <laughs> if if I had a choice, I'd pick both. But uh, you you oh okay, okay you you all right. So you decide to go there. Hit me with the impossible question. Oh uh, oh um dang dang. Hold up, what? I'll say this before you answer. Either way you pick, you're gonna be mad in the sequel. What? <laughs> yeah. You gonna do me like that? That dirty? Oh no! This, I don't want to read the sequel now. <laughs> nah, everything was perfect. You know what? I'm gonna flip a coin to decide which team I'm on. Oh yeah, I forgot. Heads is Sophia. Tails is uh. Tails is V. Uh, apparently, I'm on Team V today. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I'm on Team V today. But man, I am so torn writing those two characters. That's actually something else I'm debating. I'm so torn writing them. Oh no, nah, I'm like, and I'm like, bro, you you just had to write that into the story. I'm like, yes, yes, King. And then you're just like, all right, uh, now you have to make a choice. I'm like, you. But it makes sense though, the way it's framed. It does. It very much does. I'm just like, why not both? 
this is no you, you spoke about mass effect remember in the first one you can't choose both i know i can't but i still try to find I'll a try it. i will do whatever i can until the game will literally force me to choose to which at that point then i will do what i did just now grab a coin flip it but here's the thing about mass effect that's different from your book right and Mass Effect, I can have multiple playthroughs. I can't do none of that with your book. <laughs> I can't at all. I, there's no alternate cut unless you make one. Actually, you know what? That's your assignment. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I am doing one-off stories that I'm going to put like in a collection and it'd be like an anthology. And I would drop that after the fourth one. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just go ahead and add uh, uh, the alternate cut. Like version two, the uh, the dash cut, the the uh, the rogue cut. Ooh, oh, uh, that that would be perfect. The rogue cut. Oh man, just for you. Yes, just for me to have all the worst decisions, the decisions I would make, and see how see how down tremendous this country will become. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's all I got. Other than Phantom Reckoning, um, a most irregular tale, the second book sequel to Phantom Pain's a most irregular tale. So this one is available both on um, I was about to say on Spotify. <laughs> it is available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon. So I got both this time. That was definitely hard. Um, there was one day where just because of formatting for both of them, it took like two days just to like add one page because it was so frustrating and there were so many bots that pretended to be humans that were helping me and they were not helpful i know they were bots because of how they responded uniformly every time but yeah with that so it's dropping february 15th um so next third well yes next thursday from when this releases we're actually recording it like two weeks before it releases but yeah so phantom reckoning at barnes and noble also on amazon Nice, nice. Well, hey, thanks for allowing, allowing me to semi-interview you on your first one back. Yes. We got something very special coming up uh, right afterwards in our next segment. But before we do that, we got to hit you up with that quick sponsor break. For today's sponsor, we have none other than Mitri Dash. He is a excellent author who graciously donated to the channel today. And with, as such, he decided to gift us a very special copy of Phantom Pain and Phantom Reckoning. Uh, yes, Phantom Reckoning has not been released, but, uh, but yeah, I got a copy right here. And all I gotta say is this book is pure flames. Uh, and that's not because this book is literally on fire right now. But in any case, um, yeah, this is an, an amazing time, amazing book. Uh, I don't know how this man keeps uh, writing the amount of heat that he does. But anyways, go grab yourself a copy of Phantom Pain and Phantom Reckoning when it's released. Go, go do it. Go do it now before my house burns down. All right, we are back. So when we have episodes like that, we like uh, like this. We like to do some random musings. So with this is this a topic or two topics where we're just bringing it to the table. Neither of us knows what the other one is picking. And then we just go through with it. So with mine, this one is something that's just like been on my mind for a while. Um, but 2024 and 2025 are going to be the most important years in superhero history with that. 
Um, more specifically, 2025, um, and I'll, I'll explain why, but with 2024, there are some stuff that, that needs to get settled. So why I say that, um, I would say the MCU is probably the most, not popular, but successful franchise in history. You can debate Star Wars. Um, like, I feel like it's, it's the one and two, just because of the number of movies with the MCU compared to every other franchise, even with Star Wars. I know there's like a lot of TV shows been around longer, uh, so forth and so on. You can debate Harry Potter, but again, the number of movies, again, you can debate Lord of the Rings, number of movies, number of TV shows, box office, things like that, um, in totality. Uh, so with that, there we're running into a superhero issue and it's not just solely with, um, Marvel, like, but sticking with them, no matter, regardless of how you feel about the movies individually, they're not box offing, box officing like they used to. One, the TV shows are really hit or miss, like really hit or miss. Um, actually, I'm gonna like start Echo later. Um, I don't know how, if it's good or not. I I have no opinion yet. I'm gonna watch it though. I'm excited for it. Um, and it feels yes, and then it feels like their work for real right now like we used to say like before disney plus kind of kicked in that oh i gotta watch all these movies to catch up now if you take the marvels for example you would have to watch um miss marvel potentially a uh, secret invasion because um nick fury was in it and he was in the trailer but it doesn't tie into it at all then you also have to watch captain marvel and you also have to watch um wandavision that's a lot to catch up on just to you know watch a movie where it doesn't specifically tie into it and then also like perception it's just off you know and there's a lot of things to get into so more with that dc isn't off the hook either they've been putting out hitter again perception some of it's been good some of it's been straight trash um but with that why i say 2025 more specifically is more important because that's what kicks off the james gunn era and with the James Gunn era, he's starting with Superman Legacy. Meech, I have a question for you. Yep. Don't name the last great Superman. Name the last great Superman movie. The last great Superman movie? Because I like The Man of Steel. I don't too. think it was great. I did too. Like, that movie, it, it was good, and but there was a lot of issues, primarily towards the end, that kind of semi-taint. And also, like a little bit in, in the like beginning half of the movie, like like we love we love Henry Cavill. It's just the movie. Like, yes, some like some of the writing in the movie was kind of kind of iffy in places. But the last truly great Superman movie, in my opinion, was the Christopher Reeve Superman like two. What is that? 30, 40 years ago? Yeah. Uh, see that's like that's what i'm saying like i know like it's slowly leaking out who's going to be the actors and stuff like with but he's putting a lot of stock in superman carrying um you know because that movie has to hit it has to be at least dark knight rises level of good in my opinion so just like with again going back to superhero moves in general sony (laughs) they're about they're about to put out madam web next year Actually, Sony's putting out the most superhero movies this year. <laughs> they're putting out Madam Web um, next week. They're putting out Craven the Hunter, and they're putting out Venom 3. <laughs> I'm only excited for one of them. 
And then with Marvel, they're putting out Deadpool 3, which, if we're being honest, it's not an MCU movie. It's only MCU because they bought it. Yeah, it literally is. And you did you hear, like, what was going on, like, behind the scenes with that movie? I did not. Okay, okay. And this is actually, like, pure perfection. So, as you know, this is primarily Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Like, he pretty much, like, is, he is the H, the, the head man in charge over every aspect of this. Well, there was a scene where, like, where, like, Disney, like, pretty much were trying to, like, insert, like, just a bunch of, a bunch of, like, ancillary characters into the movie, mm-hmm. and they had filmed scenes, and then when Ryan Reynolds saw it, he said, cut that out right now, mm-hmm. and fired, like, those, fired the actors who played those mutant characters. He pretty much said... No, this scene is going to be absolute garbage. Get them out of here. Do not tank my movie. Mm. I'm just like, can we not get more of that? You no, know, because K-E-V-I-N is in control of everything. So, like, again, Deadpool 3 is by extension only um, an MCU movie. It's not really an MCU movie. And then with that DC, the only DC movie that's coming out is an Elseworlds joint where it's going to be on Joker de la foi which is um going to be a musical well rumored to be a musical and regardless of if it's good or not half the people are going to love it half the people are going to hate it like i have no opinion walking into it regardless of whether i like it or not i already know half of people are going to love it half of people going to hate it so like a lot is banking on 2025 so with that i just think that with oh and then not to speak of the games um but the avengers game was bad um you did not touch <laughs> that and this ties in i think that marvel has a miss marvel kamala khan issue not the character not the actress because she kills it every time she gets on screen i don't think they know how to write that character because think of how they handled her in the comics um the her own tv show that that it started off high and that ending got really weird and then also the Marvels, where she was like the breakout star of it, but they wanted to shoehorn the X-Men at the end. So maybe maybe the Young Avengers is the move for it, but I don't know, because that's that's a definitely a star in the making. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like in the just like in the comics, she's basically the, the the biggest hit of the new generation right now, which is kind of crazy. Uh her and our and our special boy, boy Miles. Speaking of which, I don't think that's coming out this year beyond the Spider-Verse. Oh, no, it's definitely not. Yeah, that March rumor, <laughs> they should have killed that early. We might not see that movie till 2026, to be honest. Hey, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to be waiting. Like, literally, think I think of it like this. The longer they are, like, the longer it they put off that movie, the more that they're going to, sp- they're going to make that animation just that's fair uh yeah so just like to wrap up something marvel like a couple a few things marvel has to do one address the king situation in some capacity um so they have to figure that out internally two i think they need someone to be a character to be able to carry their tv shows um with echo that being rated m and then also the daredevil born again it's not reborn it's born again right yeah it's daredevil born again that having um just not that but then the punisher going to be in it i think they're t- 
they're testing the waters with rated R material and seeing if that'll work. So I think Daredevil is going to and Kingpin are going to carry the TV series. And then they also have to figure out how do we make it box office again? So, yeah. So superheroes, they have one year to kind of figure it out. And then in 2025, they got to hit the ground running. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I also didn't talk about Gotham Knights or the Unalive Squad take out the Justice League. <laughs> you don't know the worst part about that the second one? What? I seen I already seen the whole game. I'm watching I'm watching cutscenes of it. I, I thought about buying it until like the last week and then I heard so much discourse about it and I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna buy it. See, I, I was gonna buy it because it's like, all right, this is gonna be Kevin Conroy. It's like this is his Magnum Ups. I'm like and then I'm seeing the cuts I'm like, nah. Yeah. Nah, there ain't no way. Ain't no way, boy. Ain't no way they do him this dirty. Or his, yeah. And and actually, it's apparently it's not his last role. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, there's like there was a there's another like Batman project. I don't know if it's a movie or game or something, but he's in it for one more time. Mm-hmm. Well, for the last time. So I'm just like, thank you, just thank you. Yeah. So, what, so what's your random using? All right, so this one actually goes over another game that I recently uh, got into. It's actually probably the biggest game that's kind of out here on the market right now. Um, It's a game that if you haven't been on the internet, well, if you've been on the internet for about like three seconds, then you you probably heard of it. It is a game called Pal World. And... And and for the people out there who don't know what Pal World is, Pal World is basically an op- it's an action adventure open world survival game. And the whole gimmick behind it is that like, you know, you're going around crafting, building uh environments, building uh, you know, strongholds, safe houses, you know, you got weaponry and whatnot. But the biggest draw of the game is that there are just these magical creatures out there. Less yeah, yeah, they're just magical creatures called pals. You know, like they're, you know, they're very, very. They vary from being very cute to very terrifying to being very uh, op for no no reason whatsoever. And you can capture these pals in in these uh spherical orbs, if you will, and like you can throw it at them after like fighting them, or you can. Like after shooting it with a shotgun and you can capture them and then you can use them to fight other pals to make capturing them a lot easier. Rinse and repeat. Now, if you um, if you captured how in the world I described it, uh, you know, good and well, that's Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> I don't see the connection. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But the thing is, like, this game has been taking the world by storm. I'm not even going to hold you. Uh, it, it's taking me by storm because uh, this game is absolutely a uh, feat. Um, because of the fact, like, and I know people like to say, oh, this is just Pokemon with guns. I'm like, but it's more than that. It's Pokemon with Rust, Ark, general mine- Minecraft, just general survival. Mm-hmm. Because not only can you, like, capture your pals, you can put those pals to work. Uh <laughs> You want to say what they actually are? Uh, l- listen, listen, listen. We feed them. Okay. Well, you're able to feed them, and you're able to, <laughs> and you're able to uh make sure they have a good working wage. Um, okay. but the pro, 
and also you you do have the capacity to kill other uh kill pals and then eat them um you know hunt other pals you know for for nutrients and sustenance and for resources you know just just like a great it's just a great game i'm not even gonna lie to you it's it's a pretty great game like but of course like the main controversy behind it is just the fact that i mean is the biggest elephant in the room that's not a dang i forgot the name of the elephant one uh pokemon i i I was gonna say like the pokemon variation i was like it's not the the biggest mammal swine in the in the room. <laughs> it's the biggest mammal swine in the room. What's that? Is the fact that uh that Nintendo they 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 ain't liking this at all. Because no. think about it. it. It's like it came from basically a startup company just shot up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's making record numbers, and it's cheap. Yes, and it's cheap. Well, it's cheap because it's like 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, it's 30 bucks, but in that 30 bucks, you get the soundtrack to the game, too. So I'm like, Ooh. originally, it's just like $23. So dirt cheap uh, in comparison to other games that are out right now and other Pokemon games in general. But the whole thing is the fact that, like, hey, Nintendo, they ain't happy about it. You know, feel like infringing on the property, infringing on their rights. Um on the rights to you know have creatures that get caught in balls and uh being forced to fight one another i heard that just not the creatures are the only things that get captured and forced to work for you um okay i was about i was just gonna bury the lead about that one um but you just decided to bring up the fact that yes you can capture humans all right you can capture humans and um and by humans, we mean specifically uh, other like hunters, um, like evil hunters, you know, like some poachers, if you will. Capture them. The bad ones. Yeah, yeah, the bad ones. You know, capture all the, the evil in this world and put them to work, you know. Uh, make them atone for their crimes against uh, pals in humanity <laughs> by having them work in the fields. And... And considering uh what what color my character is versus the color of the of the bad guys, some would say I may be going a tad far. But but in reality, in reality, me doing this for like thirty, maybe yeah, like thirty hours in total, it's nothing in comparison to no no. I'm gonna stop there before. Oh, <laughs> In comparison to the 800 plus years um, before, I, but basically I do have the, the rumbling in my, in my stronghold. My stronghold is nice and secure. Um, I do have a bunch of um, hitters. Yes, I do have a bunch of shooters out here in these streets. Um, just know if you run up on me, you get raided by me, you're getting taken out by the elephant in short fat. Literally, my, my army is like, I just need the elephant and I need my dragon. I just need them two big boys. And then I'm flying on my like flying raptor and I'm just raining hellfire just downwards. I'm like, so you Sun Jin Woo out here. Yes, I am Sun Jin Wooing out here in these streets. I am Aaron Yeager. I am making sure that all the nun Eldians are getting put in a pack or getting put in my fields. They are picking my uh crops. 
It's only because what you're thinking of is not in the game. You, oh. can't, uh, you can't farm that. Technically, it's a crop, though. It is a crop, but <laughs> it's not in the game, as far as I know. The DLC. As soon as I find that, I can use it. If if it's in the game and I haven't found it yet, oh, give me like three days. I'll I will make sure that it's found expeditiously. I love it. I love it. But but yeah, just so yeah, just the the fact that uh you know the that uh yeah the Pokemon company that they, they're like trying to say like hey we're gonna go investigate this game, and now the CEO of of Pals. Like it's pretty much the company's getting death threats right now. Send in the ninjas. Yes, I'm. I'm just here, like, bruh. When are we going to? Where are we gonna quit with all of these death threats, bro? You act as if this is gonna amount to something, and but all you're really doing is either gapping or you're putting the target on your own back. But, but yeah, what's 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 your thoughts on Power World? Uh, is it available on PlayStation? Not on PlayStation, but it's PC and Xbox Game Pass. I think it's interesting. Um, I mean, I've seen like minutes of gameplay. I haven't like watched it extensively. I've just heard like all the controversies about the you know the quote unquote Pokemon, and then, and then the other thing that we talked about about like what you can uh, have people pick. And the fact that you have people picking stuff, <laughs> but um, it is what it is. I mean, I'm pretty sure like if you the the people that are playing it might need to um some of them might need to be watched because <laughs> they might be having a little too much fun. Um, it might lean a particular way. Not you, Meech, but you know people that are the old rebels, if I will say. Or <laughs> if if they are uh, doing it like that, just just know that uh. I'll just grab my team and go raid their uh, whole entire base. I'll, and then I'll free the people. You're a liberator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a liberator. You all. The only thing that you need is just you come work for me and you go into my, uh, you go into my, my plat. <laughs> I was about to, I was about to say it everywhere. <laughs> I was about to say it so crazy. Oh, man. My plat. My PLA. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, it's, and also the fact is, uh, Nintendo, they also like came after and hit a cease and desist against a man who modded actual Pokemon into the game. Uh, that's crazy. And that mod had only been out for like 24 hours at that point. So I'm like, dang, they, them shooters were quick. Yes. And yeah, that's all, uh, I have to say about Power World. Yeah, for my second random musing, it's a super quick. Uh, something else to be on the lookout for this year, the college football EA Sports games is coming back. Super excited for that. It's been about eight to ten years around that range, so it's very interesting. There isn't a set date yet. I'm surprised they didn't release a trailer or like a teaser at the um the college football playoff games. I feel like that would have been the best opportunity to just like get the hype back but i just hope it is like super good and something with because like i can't recall the last great sports game played recently because a lot of it is copy and paste along with the fact that they put they the companies invest so much in microtransactions and like so like the ultimate teams and all that stuff like that so it i i really hope they don't do that especially for college 
you know, a college football game. I just want to play with my two schools, my two alma maters, and give people the business. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And then for mine, right? Uh, my second one is: Did you hear about the controversy behind the Avatar: The Last Airbender Netflix series? The only one that I it's not really controversy, but the thirst tweets and thirst trap that is, uh, Lord, um, the the Fire Nation Lord, Lord Ozark. Yes. What? Some people have lost their minds. Oh my goodness, jeez. Uh, but no, that, that ain't what it is. <laughs> but the fact is that recently they they tweeted out or they X'd out the fact that essentially in this Avatar The Last Airbender live action Netflix series, they are removing Sokka's sexism. Okay, I heard that this morning. Yeah, so the idea is that, like, all right, because, you know, sexism is apparently not in great taste, they are removing it from his character uh, for the live-action series. And I know for me personally, I personally don't like the fact that they're removing it because it was an integral part of his character in the cartoon series. Like, like his main thing was the fact that he looked down on women, and then women absolutely kicked his tail every chance that they got into where he eventually especially with the Kyoshi Warriors and then he learned like hey they are they have like extremely great values too as a matter of fact if I recall correctly the entire water tribe is a pretty much a bunch of sexists because Katara is like the only female waterbender because mm-hmm. all the males were like gatekeeping it, and she's the only one that's fair. It's been so long since I've seen it, so I can't recall. But obviously, like things evolve, so I wonder how they'll treat it. Like instead of like like purely like that, you know, because it's hard to recall. But you know, everything gets updated at uh, different times, stuff like that. So we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But I'm just here, like I'm just like, man, that was such an integral part of the character. Like, how in the world are they going like? change it now like what lesson is he gonna learn now that's fair rather like because his whole character was going from well a going from super goofy guy to serious when time calls Mm -hmm. being from the the guy nobody can depend on to the guy who everybody can depend on and being from a sexist to a family man Mm -hmm. so and they just cut out one of the three pillars so that's (laughs) We'll see. I probably someone watched it maybe with their kids and like they were just like, uh, you know, probably did those tests where it's like that. But I mean, I don't think it'll detract from the show in a sense. I, I mean, here's the here's the bar from each that you're missing. You have to be better than the movie that no one wants to talk about. What movie? <laughs> exactly. So that's your bar because you can't touch the cartoon. Let's see. Cartoon is up at the very top of the screen. Um, this movie that does not absolutely exist is apparently not on the scale at all. So, uh, doesn't register. Dang, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, all right, see where yeah. we end up from there. All right. So, with that, this being um Black History Month, we are going with our Black History Creator of the Month, or just Black Creator of the Month. Uh, yeah, so for my creator, uh, I'm looking towards a a guy on TikTok who I am like really vested in. His name is Thad Boy. Uh, Thad Boy, he's a content creator on TikTok. He does like a a lot, primarily like mostly football 
and sports related content. Uh, they're mostly like skits. You know, he does like whole series and they are hilarious. Uh, the current one that he's doing now is called when the three star is better than a five star. And in case you don't know what that means, basically a five star, uh, a five star player who's coming in from high school to college, they are projected, you know, to be kind of the the number one of the team, if you will, like the number one of their uh, respective position. So like five-star running back, like they perhaps the best running back, you know, they're probably going to get the most yardage, the most touchdowns, uh, least amount of fumbles and sacks and whatnot. And then three-star is pretty much the most average of one. So so if you're like labeled a three-star, you basically – Basically, that's just giving you the label like you average. But in this series, they completely flip it on the head where the three star is outdoing the projected five star of the season. And and it's just and it's just driving like literally every single character mad. And interesting. What's the what's the name of it again? Bad boy. T H A D D B O I. So check it out. Yeah, go ahead and check it out, especially if you love football, if you love uh, college football, if you love just high school football, if you love the NFL. He has just a bunch of skits just based on that, and I love tuning into the series because he drops, like, an episode of the three-star versus five-star, like, every single day. Dang. Uh, like, in, like, two three o'clock in the morning so like when i wake up i just like i feel like all right let me see what happened in this new episode mm-hmm. Dope. so with that we can just you know hit up our recommendations now so meet if you will lead the way all right well recommendations and plugs <laughs> oh yes 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 so for my recommendations right we have ourselves the one and only power world uh you go ahead support that um perhaps the biggest thing that you should be supporting right now is a uh, phantom pain um a most regular tale and then phantom reckoning you know by your boy uh mitri underscore dash uh i will sing praises to that uh all day long and then of course we have ourselves you know as i said power world uh Dragon Ball uh, Z sparking zero when that drops. Uh, the tournament's about to look crazy on that. And <laughs> and yeah, that's all I have as far as plugs. Well, with recommendations, the only thing I can think of for, with gaming, since this is a gaming-heavy episode, Tekken 8 just dropped recently. So uh, that's something that people can check out. So um, just with housekeeping, next week is going to be our Season 3 finale. We are doing a Valentine's Day mailbag. So just with that, send us your questions. It does not have to relate to uh, anything, you know, uh, nerd related. It can just be normal romance questions. I don't know why you would ask us that, but we're here for you. So um, and then we were returning uh, first week of March to do our Dune 2 uh, movie review. So let's get into our plugs and get up out of here. All right. So we have ourselves at Instagram, X formerly known as Twitter, and our uh threads account under Blurred City 22. Like, comment, subscribe, you know, hit the bell for notifications, stay up to date for our release schedules and uh everything of that hunky dory. We also have our Discord linked in said uh Instagram page, you know, join a fine community of degenerates and you can submit like various things in our various channels, especially memes. We have ourselves our YouTube and our Patreon under Blurred City Pod. For the Patreon, you donate a little cheddar as low as a dollar to us, and then you get access to very exclusive episodes that may not have seen the light of day. And then also going from there, we have ourselves our email, BlurredCity22 at gmail.com. 
that's where you can submit your mailbag questions for any relationship advice that uh that you want to give to this single guy right here um i don't know why you would come to me but you know what you can go ahead uh still send them anyways uh as a legend once said uh listen i'm a coach i don't play the game i help you become the best at the game uh but yeah so yeah and that that's from there and then of course for my personal page i am the jedi ronin on instagram as well as tiktok and that's where i post content about like me sabering and that ducktails into the new project that i'm currently trying to work on and just and just yeah just whatever future adventures i'm gonna get myself into today what you got all right obviously phantom reckoning most regular tale again links are going to be uh down below in the description for the pre-order so you can get it next week um february 15th so again amazon and kindle uh so yeah amazon kindle barnes and noble so with that my individual author pages we have dimitri underscore dash on my instagram that is m-e-t-r-i underscore d-a-s-h for my x slash twitter that is at the mad dash 16 and again, I, I, I use, I already like said it at the top. <laughs> I usually do my book plug after, but yeah, again, so Phantom Reckoning dropping soon. With that, like we have like to end it, Meech, you can hit us with the words of encouragement. Oh uh, yeah. So for my words of encouragement, it's, it's always just, you know, to when you have like an inkling or like have that inspiration and idea, go ahead and jump towards it uh be sure like hey if if it's something that like you desperately want to do go ahead and do it like there's no thing nothing stopping you unless that activity is very illegal um uh, and with that like of course when doing so make a plan and then just ensure that like you have steps in order and like sub goals in order to reach your main goal and that's how i've been with my fitness Nice. And I gave my words of encouragement at the top. So with that, like we like to say, it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And that's the Blurred City Podcast. See ya later. <laughs>